Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, folks. This is Tony for a minute to midnight.com. Please make sure you subscribe to us at our website. Sometimes I feel there's a danger of sounding like a stuck record, um, warning people of what lays ahead uh, or what's already happening. But I, I think I just want to make this short video again to explain a little bit to people about what is going on and why you need to be prepared for global financial chaos and food shortages and basically a resetting of the entire system. Let's start with this. Fed raises interest rates by 75 basis points in another historic move to tackle inflation. Inflation soared to a fresh 40-year high in June, further raising pressure on Fed officials. The Federal Reserve on Wednesday raised its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points for the second straight month as it tries to bring scorching hot inflation under control, a move that threatens to slow US economic growth and exacerbate financial pressure on Americans. This is from Fox Business and down in the article further. Hiking interest rates tends to create higher rates on consumer and business loans, which slows the economy by forcing employers to cut back on spending. Mortgage rates have nearly doubled from one year ago to 5.54%, while some credit card issuers have ratcheted up their rates to 20%. Folks, this is going to have a huge impact on people's loan repayment amounts, and especially people that have built their lifestyle on debt are going to really struggle as interest rates are likely to be hiked even further in the coming months. And taking on more debts is certainly not something that people should be contemplating doing at this point. There's a new article in the Daily Mail titled Most Americans have little to no savings and nearly half are falling deeper into debt because of rising inflation. Economists put chance of recession at 47% over the next 12 months. A leading Tree survey of 1,008 Americans in July found that 43% of consumers will take on additional debt in the next six months. Another poll from Bankrate found that 51% of Americans had little to no savings or emergency funds lined up. More than a third also reported having less savings than they did in 2021. It comes as inflation which hits a 41-year high last month at 9.1% has eaten away at people's savings with the soaring costs of goods and services. The troubles are expected to be compounded as economists said there was nearly a 50% chance of a recession in the next 12 months. And now I just want to quickly highlight a couple of articles by Michael Snyder. The first one at the economiccollapseblog.com 
titled We Are Going to See Energy Prices Go Absolutely Nuts This Winter Just As We Plunge Into a Horrifying Global Economic Crisis. How would you feel if your power bill went up 50% this winter? How about 100%? Unfortunately, these kinds of price increases are already being announced. The world was heading into a major energy crisis before the war in the Ukraine started and now that conflict threatens to create an extremely severe energy crunch that would have been unimaginable just a couple of years ago. If some sort of miracle doesn't happen, it's going to be really, really cold winter for countless people in the Western world. In the article, Michael talks about the problems with gas supply in Europe and then further down it says... For example, just check out the rate hikes that were announced in New Hampshire in America. Electricity bills in New Hampshire are about to get higher. Eversource is raising its energy supply rate by about 50% on August 1st. And the energy service for New Hampshire Electric Co-op will go up 77%. Liberty Unions will jump 100% and Eversource's rates will rise by 112%. In the coming months, we'll see similar rate hikes all over the nation, Michael says. And all this comes at a time when the percentage of US adults that are having difficulty paying their bills has just hit a brand new high. And further down, still in the article, on Tuesday, the International Monetary Fund warned that we could be on the verge of a major global economic slowdown. Well, that's already pretty obvious. The second of Michael Snyder's articles is found at endoftheamericandream.com and it's titled Ranchers are selling off their cattle in unprecedented numbers due to the drought and that has enormous implications for 2023. Thanks to the horrific drought which is absolutely devastating ranching in the southwest, ranchers are now in panic mode and are selling off their cattle at an unprecedented rate. In fact, some are choosing to sell off their entire herds because they feel like they don't have any other options. In recent days, seemingly endless lines of trailers waiting to drop off cattle for auction have gone viral all over social media. Everyone is talking about how they have never seen anything like this before and if the drought in the southwest persists, the lines could soon get even longer. In the short term, this is going to help stabilise meat prices, but in the long term, the size of the US cattle herd will steadily become smaller, and that has very serious implications for our ability to feed ourselves in 2023 and beyond. There are many more aspects of the food shortages that are coming and already started that I could go into, and also the energy crisis and so on. But what I want to do now is go to an article at altmarket.com written by Brandon Smith titled Central Bank Digital Currencies Are Coming, What Will the Consequences Be? I'm just going to read little bits from the article. Here it says, Former Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan once openly admitted that the central bank answers to no one and does not follow orders from the government. They do what they want when they want. This attitude should concern you because it is a long-held argument among critics of the Fed that they are an unelected body with ultimate power to destroy the economy and the dollar at will if they want to. Sure, the US president gets to choose the next successive chairman from a list of candidates that is given to him by the Fed, of course, 
and Congress could conceivably call for a full audit of the Fed's financial actions and policies, but they never do because it would never be allowed by the banks or their political partners. The central bank is the most powerful institution in our nation by far. They are completely unaccountable and uncontrollable. Going down further in the article, the only thing that limits central banks from total money dominion is the fact that physical dollar holdings and even digital bank transfers can be accounted for. Once those dollars are out in the ether, there's not much the central banks can do to hide them, and eventually inflation will reveal the truth. The bankers need a new system which allows them total control of every single penny from creation to circulation. They want the ability to make money appear or disappear in real time. More than that, they want the ability to track every single dollar, including who has them and what they are using them for. They want to be able to micromanage trade and thus achieve a financial totalitarian empire. Enter central bank digital currencies based on blockchain technology. Ever wonder why the mainstream media has been hyping up cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin for the past few years? Ever wonder why major banks like Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan have been pumping billions of dollars into crypto infrastructure and research in private while at the same time bashing crypto in the news? Ever wonder why central banks have been dismissing crypto as dangerous while at the same time developing their own cryptocurrencies? It is because they are easing the masses into the notion of a fully digital trade system in which physical money no longer exists. Central banks might act like they are suspicious of cryptocurrency, but in reality they love it. The Bank for International Settlements, also known as the Central Bank of Central Banks, recently released a survey which states that at least 81 central banks around the world have been accelerating plans to release their own cryptocurrencies. Many excuses are given, including the COVID pandemic, but they were actually working on these digital products well before the pandemic began. The International Monetary Fund has been talking about developing a global cryptocurrency system tied to their special drawing rights basket for years. Numerous globalist institutions have been pursuing the technology and it's nothing new. What is new, though, is banks openly admitting to the plan. The Bank of International Settlements, one of the most clandestine globalist organisations that still has a public face, has even admitted that it is developing CBDC tech. And what this tells me, this is Brandon Smith talking, is that we are very close to a sea change in our economic environment. Generally, criminals will not reveal their criminality unless they think it's too late for anyone to do anything about it. With stagflation hitting our economy hard this year, we have to question if the behaviour of the banks suggests much worse conditions to come. The public would never readily accept CBDCs as money unless their existing money lost most of its buying power and the current system was in the gutter. This is how new levels of empire are born. A major crisis allows for the elites to consolidate control while the people are distracted by their own private disasters. The big picture is changed 
while each person is terrified by their own small picture calamity. With the introduction of CBDCs in the wake of a stagflationary crash, the central banks could call for a new global network of currencies to stop such a crisis from ever happening again. The Bank of International Settlements and the IMF will be ready and waiting with the SBDR basket or something very similar. The bankers will remove all physical money over a short period of time and a global digital system will take over. All privacy and trade will be gone except for those people involved in barter, black markets and commodities. The advent of CBDCs could also mean that money and economic participation will become privileges, not rights. Digital trade could be tied to a social credit system, much like the one that exists in communist China. Want access to your checking and saving accounts? Better not say anything critical of the establishment or you could be reported by a neighbour or stranger by cell phone app and have your money disappear in seconds. The onus will then be on you to prove that you are loyal and get access back. You are guilty until proven innocent. Maybe you don't want to take the next untested mRNA vaccine for the next dubious pandemic threat. You'll have little choice if your ability to function economically is controlled digitally. Brandon Smith finishes off by saying, This is the world we are facing if we allow central banks to fully digitise money and trade. It is a nightmare environment of complete authoritarianism. The public at large is mostly unaware of the incredible danger inherent in central bank digital currencies and they must be educated before the current crisis grows so large that they can no longer focus on anything other than their own problems. Folks, the reality is that we are being swept into the system. If you look at the World Economic Forum, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, the Bank of International Settlements, the IMF, all of these major institutions, uh, the United Nations, the whole lot, they're all pushing us into a scenario where they want the world to embrace eventually a global government. And basically it, it fits into the Bible picture for the end days, and I believe that's where we are headed. In fact, we have already entered, I think, those times. So we probably going to have to realize that uh, it's coming and what is it going to look like in the short term well I think chaos because they use auto ab chaos order out of chaos they create the chaos and then they bring in their solution I think that's is what is going to be happening so in the short term we're going to see upheaval and we're going to see uh, food shortages, as I mentioned earlier, all sorts of other crises going on. So what we need to do is think about how do we survive the short term ourselves? You know, what do we do? What can we do to prepare ourselves to get through the period that's ahead? Uh, only each one of us will have to figure out with God um, by praying about it what to do because it'll look different for every individual person. But as I've said so many times, we all should be thinking about it and thinking about what we can do and praying about what we can do. Even if we can't change the big picture of what's going on in the world, we can 
have a look at our own situation and try to negotiate a way through the next period of time. Ultimately, we have to trust God, but I do think he gives us a nous and a brain, you know, gives us some insight if we ask him as to what to do. And I know many of us don't have a lot of resources, a lot of extra resources, but then we can prioritize where we put those resources. We can figure out whether we're wasting money somewhere, whether it could be better off spent on something else that's long-term uh, solution, sustainable for us for the future and so on, um, storing things and whatever. It's, it's going to look different for every individual person. But I do think it's important that we each analyze our lives and think, well, what are we doing? Um, and pray about it. God, what should we do here? With, we know these crises are looming, and there will be many others that I'm not even covering in this video. Um, we've seen the last couple of years things turned upside down, and that'll continue. So how do we negotiate our way through this next period of time um, without going under? Well, that's going to look different for every one of us, but there are plenty of articles around about how to deal with all sorts of preparations so probably time to do some research if you haven't already done it and figure out what to do uh, for yourself so really that's all I wanted to say in this video ultimately put your trust in God first and foremost make sure that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior that is the number one priority all of us need to do that first and then you know seek God as to what to do, because times are tough and many people are going through tough times and many people are struggling to stay hopeful and positive. And when you see what's going on around you, it's easy to understand why people are struggling with depression and various things like that. Um, but God is still in control. We've got to remember that. And Bible prophecy will be fulfilled and we can't necessarily you know, change the big macro picture, but we can change the picture around about us in our own lives by making c correct and right decisions based on biblical principles. And I don't believe the Bible encourages people to get into debt. Don't think that is at all biblical. So think about it, pray about it. And um, that's all I really wanted to cover. Minute to Midnight's run 100% by donations too. If you want to donate, you can at a minute to midnight.com and please subscribe to us there so you get notified of all of our videos and so forth. The music used, I've written, played, and recorded. And if you want to download it, um, sometimes people ask me, well, you can find all the music on the A Minute to Midnight website that's used in our videos and you can download it for free. So that's it, folks. God bless, uh, keep your eyes on the Lord, stay positive as much as you can, and in faith, not just positive thinking, and God willing, we'll see you in a few days' time with another video. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.